This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. It's your girl, Coach Felicia. Welcome to all the new and continued listeners, no matter how you found me, whether it was by way of a solo episode, guest episode, you see me on someone else's podcast, you see me on a live, you see me on Instagram, in the uh, on the Googles, wherever you find me, I am just glad that you are here. I'm going to ask you straight off the break, okay? We are trying to reach 50,000 downloads by the end of 2020. Um, we're well on our way there. And so I need your help. I need you to share this podcast or this episode or another episode that's resonated with you whatever it was that was like yes I need to keep telling you to listen to her pass that on to like 10 people I know I've been saying five but I'm gonna I'm double it y'all go ahead pass it on to 10 people and share it with them and tell them why they need to listen to it like what is it that resonated with you and then I'd like to hear your feedback as well so if you if you would love to share that with me come on and uh, you can just email me at info at FeliciaWallace.com or you can uh, DM me on um, Instagram at Slang Self Doubt because you should be following me, right? Right. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, you need to make sure that you go to the website and you do that now. Um, in the newsletter, you get the first of any information. So, like uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, well, this past weekend, I uh, was at a conference and I shared it in the newsletter before I shared it publicly. So there's certain things that you will get first before everybody else gets. So you want to be tuned in to what all the happenings because you will know before everybody else knows. So you get, you know, you get a head start. So make sure that you are subscribed to the newsletter. So in a matter of a week, y'all, speaking of downloads, we after hitting 37,000 downloads, we hit 38,000 dollars. So I know y'all are listening to me when I ask you to share. And I'm so grateful that you're doing that. Remember, we're trying to hit 50,000 downloads. And so you keep sharing, keep putting it out there. I'm just, I'm so appreciative. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we have slang self-doubt merchandise again. I know y'all probably are like, didn't we say no to this? We did. And so if you're new here, we had merchandise before, but I was operating out of order. I was trying to tell the Lord, like, let me help you out because it was during the pandemic and everybody was selling shirts and people's businesses were booming. And I was like, oh, let me, let me do that. Right. Instead of focusing minding my business. Right. Um, I was minding other people's business and I was operating out of order. And what 
you know, was a quick like boom immediately dropped and fizzled out and you know the Lord was just like that's not what I asked you to do and you know then I tried it again and I was like okay well I'm going to outsource it because maybe he didn't want me to you know hey the inventory in my house he want me to outsource it so I'm gonna do that but then I was doing the most it was you know shirts hoodies uh cups every wicker chairs it was <laughs> everything you could think of I was out here doing the most and then again he was like I didn't tell you to do that I'm gonna need you to shut it down. So I shut it down again. And here's the thing. I always knew apparel was a part of Slaying Self-Doubt's brain. I knew that that was going to be a thing. Um, and and when we talk about purpose, because that's what we're in this month, um, just really quickly, just because something is a part of the plan doesn't mean that it has to happen immediately, right? And I learned that the hard way more than one time. So um, we're back. And the reason why we're back is because I actually received enough confirmation that this is what I was supposed to move on so we have hoodies and t-shirts that say we just out here trusting God because that's what we're doing that is exactly a part of slaying self-doubt's movement like we are out here trusting him to be able to slay our self-doubt to be able to walk into purpose to be able to do the things that he has called us to do and so um, I also found it as a way for people to be able to support the the business Um, and you know he he told me he, he gave me permission to be able to do it. So I would not have done it if I was still operating out of order. And I was fighting it for a minute because I was like, am I sure this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Um, and so as we talked today, um, I kind of went through this process. And once I got confirmation, I was like, okay, so if you are interested in getting a hoodie, because it's still hoodie season, especially here in the DMV, uh, <laughs> or a t-shirt, um, they're good gifts. Uh, you can give, you know, give them away. You can gift them away. You can have them for yourself. Um, they are, the link will be in the show notes. Um, also, during 2020, God gave me a journal to write. And I know y'all have heard me um, speak about this before. And so the journals are still on sale through Amazon. I know that that is also something that I'm supposed to be promoting. And some of my fear and my insecurity about it, um, you know, wasn't really pushing me into that direction. And it just probably was some uncomfortability and also probably self-sabotaging myself, if I'm being honest. And so um, this is a great, uh, it's a prompting journal. So it asks you some questions. Definitely is not an easy thing to do sometimes, but um, it is helpful to be able to figure out those things of um, you know, what is holding you back? What is keeping you stuck? Um, and then if you've been following me on Instagram, you would know that I, um, like I spoke earlier, that I had my first in-person conference this week. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity because although I have, I speak on here, although I have done lives, I've done guest episodes, I even did my own event, like showing up at someone else's conference as a guest speaker and being on someone else's platform was new to me right um and on top of on top of that that it was in person and the child like I'm trying to focus on like am I supposed to look at the people in the room to the left to the right the people that was on the panel hold the microphone like I it it was a lot but (laughs) I am grateful that I got through it I'm grateful for the experience and I know that this is just the beginning. And so um, that just really highlighted my 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 week and my weekend. Um And then if you've been, again, if you're following me, you will see more interaction on social media. I really do believe that um, (laughs) as we've been talking about self-doubt and purpose, like God 
set this up. I told y'all, he gave me all of these topics in December before the year even started. And it is, this, this is how I know that God is intentional, right? Because it, there's no way I, we could predict the things that are happening. There's no way we could predict it that all of these things would align. So I had every intention on recording the episode earlier this week, but God knew I needed to do it now. And now being Tuesday, okay? It is Tuesday, April 12th. Is that the date? Yep. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, April 12th. Now y'all know that these podcasts come out on Sunday. Well, guess what happens? My baby got sick. And um, first of all, I was so nervous about the um, the uh, uh, the conference on Saturday that I just couldn't. Y'all know I get when I get get wrapped up in my anxiety thoughts and I stopped procrastinating and I just wanted Saturday to go so well that I was just like, I can't put no uh, any energy into anything else. But it was timely because. I feel like that I needed to experience Saturday to be able to come into this conversation. Um, But then my son gets sick. And so then even in that, like, um, just kind of like he's getting better today. But just in in that moment, it was like almost like God needed me to kind of be still and kind of to be in a space so that when I come and talk to y'all, like, it is, it really resonates with me that I'm understanding what I'm talking about. Okay. So, um, and again, like this is so on point. So this is part two of how self-doubt affects your purpose. Um, and we're using the same scripture from last week, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. So for, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, they have plans for good, not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Um, and so last week we talked about God having a plan for our lives, right? And that is for, uh, it's for, um, good and for future he doesn't want he doesn't want things to be bad like his goal is for he already knows like that is the the he knows what it is that he has for us right and I, I think that a lot of times sometimes we get so wrapped up in that that we're just waiting for the plane to come and so I told y'all uh, you know throughout this time that I have been growing spiritually I will look at multiple uh scriptures because um you know, sometimes depending on how you read it, like I told y'all, I'd be reading the easy version, but every now and again, you know, I, I like the passion translation. I like Christian uh, standard Bible. I like the amplified message. Some of it, I need to be, it need to make sense to me. If it's not making sense, I'd be like, what are we, <laughs> what are we talking about? I have no idea. Um, but the reason why I wanted to talk with a lot of times we always hear Jeremiah 29, 11 for the Lord knows the plans that he had for, and people will, will preach that. Right. And that is good because we do know that the Lord has plans for us. And that is what a lot of times motivates us to move into purpose and to walk this walk because we feel like God already, you know, he already ordained this. He already knows what's happening. And that is very true. What I will add is that 12 and 13 are very important. And I've heard this plenty of times in, you know, for different scriptures that sometimes you got to read the scripture before and the scripture after you get so focused on the good that, you know, I can say that, you know, you memorize that one verse, but not knowing that there's some things that are attached to that, that if you don't pay attention to it, you'd be like, now, wait a minute. So there's another verse. Um, so I've heard this plenty of times that, uh, that, 
sometimes we read the scripture and we don't read the beginning or like the verse before the, the verse after it. And there's another verse that um, actually was talking to my mental coach um, before about it. And um, we can always quote is uh, Luke 12, 48, that um, when someone has been given much, much will, much more will be, much will be required in return. And so I went to go look at the verse when I was talking to her. And then I said, oh, well, there's something after it. It says, and when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. It's easy for us to look at the the first part and say, oh, too much is given, much is required. Yeah, okay. I got a little bit of work to do. But when you've been entrusted with more, much more like that's the reason why you're getting pushed to do a little bit more right so that I could that could preach on its own and we can do a whole that could be a whole nother podcast but for today we're talking about purpose and how self-doubt shows up in our in our um how self-doubt can affect our purpose but also like what is God asking us to do when we dig a little deeper and so like I say I hey you know I listen read other scriptures because I just it need to make sense to me right so last week we talked about God having a plan for our lives and this week we're digging into what our responsibility is because just like I just said there are times where we have work to do we like you, you again faith without works is dead we can talk about faith all the time but if you don't do anything you got to activate that we 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 know that right if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media for a while and you're ready to start your journey to healing or you're ready to confront your doubts and insecurities there are three ways i can help First, you can download the journal prompt from my website. Use this as a guide to get back on track with where God is calling you. Secondly, you can go to my website and purchase the Slang Self Doubt Prayer Journal. Using this prompt and journal will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. These questions will force you to dig deep and find your fears. Lastly, if you're ready to invest in your healing journey and work directly with me, book a 30-minute connection call with me today. This allows us to see if we are a good fit for each other. So head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com to do one or all three of these. That's www.feliciawallace.com. Now back to the show. And so in the Christian Standard Bible, this same verse, Jeremiah um, 29, and we're reading verse 12 says, you will call to me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. The Amplified version of Jeremiah 12 says, Jeremiah 29, 12 says, then you will call on me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear. And in, uh, I don't bracket says your voice and I will listen to you. And so this week we're talking about what it is that we have to do because I feel like when we how self-doubt shows up in our purpose and how we can um delay what it is that God has called us to do is because we're not doing our part, right? We know that we have a purpose. Everyone has a purpose, right? Because Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you. But 12 says, then, which means I know these, then I know this, then you will call on me. So the first thing is that you have to call on him. You have to initiate the plan and the purpose for your life. He knows it, but you 
you have to initiate it. And a lot of that initiation comes from having a personal relationship with him. We talked about this before in obedience is my responsibility. Um, I will put a link in there for the episode. It was, I, I, I believe it was the first one. Um, but the very first thing that we, you have to talk about, you have to have a relationship with him. We, we all know that God knew what he wanted us, wanted from us and wanted us to do in our mother's womb before we were even created, before you were an actual person and you were birthed into this world, God already knows how he's going to use you. We always, we, there are plenty of scriptures in the Bible that talk about that the Lord will knock and he waiting for you to answer, right? He will stand at the door. He, you hear often that people say that God is a gentleman. He ain't about the, you know, in certain situations, he will bust down your door, but in other situations, he's waiting for you to come to him because he's not going to force you. At the end of the day, his work will be done, whether it's through you or through somebody else the plan is still going to come forth. He is still going to get what he needs to have done. Whether it's through you, that's on you. That legit is on you, right? And so to put this in, like for me personally, I knew that there was something I was supposed to be doing. I knew that there was more out here for me. And I'm not saying that it when you're like whatever you're doing currently isn't what you're supposed to be doing. It could be attached to what you're doing. But for me, like when I was working, I was like, I, I knew that there was something else. I enjoyed my job. I, lo- I love the people that I work with. I considered them family. I was grateful to be there. That was a, a job I prayed for. It was a job that I wanted. It was a grateful, it was a great opportunity for me to grow as a leader, as a person, as a mom, as a wife, as a woman, like all those things, like as a friend, everything, like it was a great thing. But at some point in time, I got to a place where I was like, okay, well, is this all I'm supposed to do? And not just in work, but like, is this me? Is this all I'm called to do? Well, in order for me to figure that out, I had to ask him. That was the that was literally the first thing I needed to do. Like, because I and we know the foundation, we know the scripture, we know what it said. You listen to to sermons, you are listening to podcasts, you're hearing people talk about this, you're reading all these books, but have you actually initiated it? And so the initiation process is that you have to come to him and you literally have to be like, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Or Lord, I know I'm supposed to be doing something more. What is it? Show me, um, correct me, whatever, whatever your prayer needs to be, you have to initiate it, right? You have to call on him because that's what it says. Even in a new living translate, new living translation version of, uh, the, 12th scripture says a verse says in those days when you pray right so it's the thing about it is that he knows the plans but when you're ready to initiate during that time right there's going to be I, I believe that everybody has a prompting at some point in time there's a prompting that happens in your life where you feel like you should be doing more where you feel like things are are shifting in your life like and and in and, and, and when that happens, I believe that is when you initiate and you call on him and you are really like, okay, Lord, like what is it that you want me to do? And then the second part, but in adding on to calling on to him is to pray to him. And so he's waiting for you to come and pray. He's waiting for you to say that prayer to him. In the amplified version says, then you will call on me. Jesus, 
and you will come and pray to me. He's not coming to you. You have to come to him. It is in black and white. It is right here. Even in the Christian standard Bible says, you will call to me and come and pray to me. Period. That that literally is the first half of that. You will come to me and pray to me. You will call on me, come to me, pray to me. That that's your response. That's your part. You have to do that part. And I think sometimes what happens is, is that we get so caught up in, well, God knows what he's supposed to do. God, and you know, this God has a purpose for me and he will tell me. He will let me know what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And sometimes we think, oh, situational, right? Because I'm in this situation. Oh, this must be it. And so then we we try to I, I and let, let me just be honest. We try to make what we're doing our purpose. We try to say that, oh, this is what I'm I'm purpose to do this, right? I'm not saying that you're not. I'm not saying that. Maybe you are in that season, but maybe what it is, what it, what you're doing in that season is supposed to lead you to what you're actually supposed to be doing. And for me, when I was at that job for so long, my job was my purpose. I, I needed to be the best at my job. I needed to be the best leader there. I sacrificed so much time. Even my cousins and my sister would be like, and you took your job very seriously. I've never known anybody because for me, I was like, this is what God called me to do. I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I never even asked him. Did I pray for the job? Actually, God gave me that job. I did not pray for it. Someone else, um, recommended me for it so they saw purpose in me they saw something in me and said hey you should do this now once I was offered a job yes I prayed that I got it and I prayed that I stayed there whenever things would happen um in the organization I'd be like Lord like if I'm still supposed to be here like spare me and I will still be here even if everything around me everybody else around me gets fired and 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 all of that and so um year after year I prayed to stay there because that's where I thought I was supposed to be. I prayed to, to stay in that position, in the same space. I didn't ask him to grow me. I didn't ask him to show me anything else. I just said, I, I just need to stay here because it was comfortable. It was something that I knew. It was sustaining my family. It was doing everything it was supposed to be doing for me. But was I truly operating in purpose? I can say now, no, I wasn't. I was operating in self because I was comfortable with being there I was comfortable with being in that space but when I felt the prompting that this was not it I talked myself out of it and I was like well maybe I'm supposed to be a director maybe I'm supposed to elevate where I'm at maybe I'm supposed to figure let me maybe I'm supposed to go back to school and get my degree maybe I'm supposed to um have more offices maybe and when I tell you every single time I tried to do something else, right? I remember the very first time I put in a proposal to be a manager at another office, to have multiple offices. I don't even know the name. I can't even remember. I don't even know if it got denied. I don't, I don't, I don't even think anybody said anything. I think that joint just went away. Right. I tried several times to go back to school to finish my career. So to finish my degree so many times, though, that I changed it up. Right. And I was like, oh, OK, I initially went to school for psychology. And then I was like, OK, I'm in this in this position as a leader. Let me go for, um, I think, business management. That's what I was going to do. 
Then I switched it to human resources. Then I switched it to healthcare management. Like so many, but did I finish? No, it just, it never worked. Whether it was my schedule, whether it was the workload, whatever it was I tried to do in my own strength without even asking him, I was setting myself up. Like I was sabotaging what my purpose was really supposed to be and what it was that I was supposed to be doing because I thought I knew better. I never really asked him. I said it, but I never really asked him, right? And so um as as we go a little bit further, really when I really said, okay, no, I know that this is not, I don't know what it is. And that's what I had when I called to him and prayed to him, I said, God, I think I've tried everything that I think I'm supposed to do. And I still feel the same prompting. I don't know what it is. I know I'm supposed to still stay here. Like even I would try, I would try to um, apply to other jobs and would get no response, like nothing, like everything that I, and when I say other jobs, like other jobs doing the exact same thing, like, oh, let me go to this different organization and be a leader there. Nothing nothing was happening and I was like okay so maybe I'm just supposed to stay here for but I don't want to retire here I I knew that like I knew I got this job when I was 27 I was like you know bro I there's no way I'm about to be here at 50 (laughs) like I was like I can't do it like I, I can't do this every that's not that is not I knew enough to know that I'm not supposed this is not my end this is supposed to be what gets me to the next thing but I was clear that I didn't know what the next thing was. And so I had to humble myself and come to him and say, okay, Lord, I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do. I was operating in my own strength. And now I need you to tell me, what is it that I'm supposed to do? If you show me, me, tell me the things that I need to do in order for me to move forward, whatever that is supposed to look like. I have no idea. I don't know what that is supposed to be. And I just need you to give me some guidance, right? In the Amplified version of Jeremiah 29, 12 says, then you will call on me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear your voice and I will listen to you. He will listen. That's point number three. He knows he knows your voice, your sincere voice, right? We all know that we can just pray and say, Lord, help me through this, right? But there's a difference when you are in a space of like surrender. When you are like, Lord, I don't have nothing else in me. I need you to show me what's next. I need you to get me to wherever it is that you know what the the plans that you have for me I, I need I need you to be able to get me there and whatever work it is that needs to be done that is what I'll do right when he hears your voice your sincere surrendering voice your voice activates the plan did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host-read pre-row or mid-row ad by me on the Slang Self-Doubt Podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now, back to the show. And that's where the difference comes in. When you are 
in this space of like limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging and uh, procrastinating and selfishness, all of these things of self-doubt of like focusing on yourself and worried about all these things, that is what delays the purpose. And I'm not saying that there's not other things that will delay it because you have to be ready for whatever is coming. But when, because immediately when I prayed that prayer, it wasn't like, you know, he went and said, oh, okay, yeah, here you go. Boom. No, that is, that is not how that happened. But what did happen is that he used so many other things to lead me here. And the first thing was volunteering at church. Like, if I think back now, I always say that Slants of Doubt started as a small group at church. It was not a business. It was not a podcast. It was not a nothing. It was literally me being a leader and saying, God giving me slang self-doubt, the words slang self-doubt and telling me to change the name of the group. I don't even remember what the name of the group was before. And having these honest conversations with women about what it is that is keeping them afraid, what it is that's keeping them stuck. And throughout that time, even when, when once that did like the that was the activation of the plan. Like, I need to show you this. I need to need you to walk through it. And so then what happened was that 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 what I was building in the small group started to spill over building in myself, not necessarily in other people, but what was growing in me started to spill over in my job. And so then I started to show up at work differently, even though there was still a job that I loved still a job that I wanted to stay at, it started to spill over into how I was showing up as a leader, how I was showing up as a coworker, how I was showing up as an employee. And all the things that I was trying to do ahead of time and I was trying to do uh, on, in my own strength of giving me more started happening without me even asking. I, I um, immediately like not immediately, but as I was starting to incorporate the growth that was happening in me at work, I got the promotion. I got the multiple, uh, the multiple offices. I didn't have to ask. They asked me, came to me and was like, uh, you're Felicia's the one that's supposed to do it. And I would be like, what? Now mind you, I, I'm over here asking for this. And I would, and, and God, even thinking about it now, like what I was asking for before was smaller than what he gave me I mean like I was asking for something smaller and what I got was greater like the position I got was greater I was asking just for a little bit because I thought uh well I don't want too much responsibility I don't want you know like give me just this much Lord let me get this office with this one doctor and this one staff member no what he gave me was another office with five five physicians and 15 staff members who who was supposed to in the, I could have never by the time I ended I had three offices underneath me with by the time I ended I had 12 physicians underneath me I started with two I started with two and even when I prayed when initially when I was trying to do it myself I just was gonna get three right like sometimes that's what we do We're like Lord I want more but just give me just this much just how much I can handle right and the reality is is that he had built me throughout that time to be able to handle the 12 and I could manage the 12 on top of all the other things that I had to handle because even in that space I was managing uh three offices 12 physicians 20 some staff members I had three small groups leading 30 women coaching also eight women 
in 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 as a part of my my um volunteer at the at the church also being a full-time wife a full-time employee and a full-time mother like when I think about it now I'm like I don't even know how I had the strength the energy the the whatever to be able to do that like my days and nights were full legit and I but I did it and God gave me everything that I needed because when I my prayer was sincere, when my heart was ready and open, and I knew that whatever was, I allowed his strength to come in and I allowed him to do what it is that he knew that he was going to do for me. And so, you know, there's lots of times where we input ourselves into stuff because we think, oh, Lord, let me just help you here. This, this must be it right here. Okay. Like he know the plans for me. Um, and so, cause I'm happy here. And I can see a future here. This must be where it is. No, I'm not. Again, it may be for that season because, again, that place was what uh, allowed me to be able to be here. I grew in my skills. I grew in my development. I realized what it was I was going to do in that season. And I was there. Yes, the comfortability helped. All of those things helped to be able to get me to this, this space. And what I knew for sure, and I remember I told y'all, when God called me from that job, I kept saying to myself, when people would ask, well, what you going to do? And I said, I don't know, but whatever it is, I can't do it here. I knew that. I knew that I had to leave that place in order to do whatever it is he was calling me to do. I kept saying, this requires so much of me. It requires so much of my time and my energy that whatever God is calling me to do, I have to let this thing go. But I, but when I left it, I left it pure. I left it clean. Like I had done everything that I was supposed to do. And so today's episode is really about going to him and asking him the questions that you need to ask him for yourself with sincerity. Now, don't, li- you know, listen to this episode and then be like, okay, Lord, um, all right, show me me if you do not mean it. Because again, it says your voice, he will hear your voice and he will listen to you. If you are praying your prayer off the strength of me, it's not yours, it's mine. So what you expected to happen ain't going to be for you. You cannot, you you can't do that. You can't hear something, a sermon, a message, a podcast or whatever, and be like, Lord, I want what they had. I want whatever it is. That, no, you have to be in a place where you are clear that you are not trying to get anything out of it. Because I told you when I prayed to pray, I did not know what was going to happen. I did not know how it was going to turn out. And it didn't look like what I thought it was going to look like. Who would have ever thought I was going to volunteer at church? That was not on my agenda. Not what I was supposed to be doing. But when I tell you when I did it, if that wasn't the most fulfilling thing that I've ever done in my life. And I tell those women every day, y'all are why I'm here. Y'all are why I'm here. This literally has nothing like that. I did not. I could not have imagined that this is where I would be. But God knew. But he needed me to do the work. He needed me to do to work in a different season in a different place in a different way so that I can see his glory and I can also run my own track record back being in this season to be like well Lord I don't know about coaching other women and doing group coaching and this and that. I don't know why what were you doing what have you been do- what have you been doing what have I been doing in you before slaying self-doubt even became a thing where everybody else knew its name 
what have I been, what, what have you been working towards? Right. And so, um, you know, as we talk about purpose and it sounds great and people are saying they operate in their purpose and some people are, some people aren't, some, some people change. I, you know, I don't know. I, again, I mind my own business. And so what I'm telling you to do is mind your business. But as you are minding your business, you need to do the following three things. When it comes to your purpose, you have to call on him. You have to initiate the plan and purpose for your life. Your mama can't do it. Your sister can't do it. Your auntie, your husband, your baby father, your me, your pastor. Can't nobody initiate the plan for your life except for you because he said, you will call me. You will call me. And it ain't going to happen no other way. Then the second thing you have to do is you have to pray to him. He's waiting on you. You will come to me to pray to me. You will come and pray to me. That is what he's saying. He's waiting for you to come to him and pray to him. Not just, Lord, I'm here. Send me your purpose. That is it has to be a sincere surrendering prayer. It has to be something that in your heart you mean. And let me be very clear also at this point, like you will have seasons where you feel like your prayers are not being heard. You will have seasons where it feels like, is the Lord even hearing me? He does. He does. But my question to you is, are you doing the part of step three, which is your voice? Or are you listening to sermons and books and podcasts and friends and praying the prayers of other people I did I've done that I prayed the prayers of other people not in a like I want what she has or I want what they have or anything like that but someone else saying to me like you know what you'd be really good at teaching lord I you know I think I'm supposed to teach and I and you know so if you want me to teach you know, show me. And then I show up as a teacher trying to teach, but, 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 but <laughs> that is not yours, but somebody put it in your head or you heard something. He's like, Oh, I seem like, I seem like I'm good at this. No, that's not it. So the third point point is he will listen to you, your voice. He knows your voice, your voice will activate the plan until he hears your sincere and surrendering voice. Nothing will happen. There will be no activation if it is not genuinely from you. And um, I would say that this happens throughout throughout your, your purpose and throughout your walk. It's not a one-time thing. A lot of times we think I'm in this space right now where like, you know, the Lord got me here. Like all of those things, yeah, it got me here. But what's the next thing? This ain't where I'm supposed to start. Stop right? So this isn't the end. So if I know this isn't the end, have I been calling on him? Have I been praying to him? Have I been using my voice or have I been listening to other people? Or have I been thinking, oh, maybe I should do this instead of doing that? Have I really truly been doing it? And then ask yourself if you haven't, why? The fear of success is real, y'all. I want y'all to know that. It is one thing to be like, I want to be in purpose, but the fear of like God giving you every single thing that you pray for, that is scary. Because as I read in Luke 48, to whom much is given, much is required, and to whom much is given, much more is required. So that means that if I, I got here, you want me to do more, more than more than more? 
it is it's a scary space to be in so I just want to encourage you to um take it slow take it day by day you like really and another thing is is that when you pray to him he will listen to you but you have to listen to him you cannot walk away prayer is a conversation I can't tell you how to pray but what I will say is that I talk to I talk to God the same way I talk to y'all Okay, I call him. He sometimes he is God, he is Abba, he is Father, he is Lord, he is Jesus. And sometimes he is Bama <laughs> because depending on what's happening, like Bama, you could have told me this was 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 about to show up in my life. Like, how are you just not even going to even keep me? Like, seriously, like sometimes that be my prayer. Like, come on now, you knew better than this, Slim. Like, you you set me up. <laughs> to go down this path and after I get through all of that then I gotta be like okay then what you want me what what is it that you want me to learn tell me what it is that you want me to know because clearly I'm supposed to learn something in this because this right here is the ghetto this right here is trash this is what you've given me but I I, I get your point I get it what it is you're trying to you're trying to do so apparently you're trying to teach me something so what is it that I need to know tell me I'm listening that is a prayer as far as I'm concerned because at the end of the day that's my relationship with him and that's the relationship that we have. He knows that I will come to him like that. He knows that because I have created a personal relationship. And so ultimately, that's the first thing y'all have to have is a personal relationship with him. And so I would tell you, I would encourage you to get into your Bible. I would encourage you to get into um, a church Um that you are a church that you are that is pouring into you I remember a church I was going to that told me to go to a church that where you're growing not going and so I would um remember I would you know share that with you as well like you just you don't know the seasons of your lives where you need certain things and um for me and in 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 my life I am somebody that I need actionable items I need to be able to take away you know come come from a sermon and it'd be like it was a lesson it wasn't like someone's like talking at me it really was like talking with like a conversation like that's what I needed to feel like right and so um I'll put in the show notes also some some churches that I listen to um on the virtual the church that I go to as well um but if you are seeking a church home I that's that's that would be my first advice to seek a church home and then also um, and at the same time, get a personal relationship with God so that he knows your voice. And then you that's that's how you're also able to get discernment between your voice, somebody else's voice and his voice, because if you don't know, it all sound the same. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Um, so as always, y'all, thank y'all so much for rocking with me. Thank you so much for being here and continuing to listen um again grab a we just out here trusting god hoodie or t-shirt the link is in the show notes get a journal for you a friend a family member um if you are interested in working with me directly you can book a call with me um to really dig into where your self-doubt is showing up to dig into where you are stuck and why um what you need to do to move forward right um make sure that you're subscribed to the newsletter please, please, please share this episode with at least 10 people. We're trying to hit 10, uh, 50,000 by the end of 2022. So I need y'all to do that um, for me. Um, if you are not already following me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Slang Self Doubt. Interact with me, comments, all of those different things. Um, and until next week, see ya.
All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.